Andrew McCart, IFL TV in association with MTK Global. Delighted to be joined on the phone by Josh Taylor, the IBF, WBA and Ring Magazine Super Lightweight Champion. First and foremost, Josh, we had a little conversation but we started the interview, but uh, how are you doing with this current crisis? Hi. How are you feeling? No bad, mate. Pretty bored. Uh, I'm bored with my tits, to be honest. Uh, not, not too much at all, mate. Just, uh, I'm actually still lying on my bed because I'm so bored today. It's Sunday the day, so lying about doing literally nothing. So I'm pretty bored today. But I'm going to get up and take the dog out a walk um, and sort of get out of the house for a couple of hours because I'm climbing the walls and not been able to do much. What about yourself? Ah, pretty much the same as you, Josh, your boy. Just, I'm lying on my bed as well just now. I've been... My back's killing me because I think I've been uh, horizontal for the last week and a half, eh? so I need to get up. But I went a couple of runs, went for a run with my, my boy this morning, so uh, I've been doing little bits and pieces because I'm the type of, I'm not like you, Josh, I'm the type of guy, if I sit about and eat, I'll get super fat, man. You've probably got that fucking, you know what I mean? I'm quite lucky, I'm quite lucky, I can, I can eat quite a lot and not put on too much weight, so I'm quite lucky that way. See, I would end up but, getting uh, fat, as, fat as hell, man, so I'm, I need to do, uh, I need to I stay a, active. I had a couple of pizzas last night, or the, or the, or the, Takeaways are shut round about here as well now, so I was going to have a Chinese last night, but it was shut. There were some places that were still open, but they were too busy. They weren't taking deliveries for like an hour and all that, and everything. so uh, I was uh, I was going to have a Chinese last night, so I ended up making myself a couple of pizzas. Couple uh, of pizzas. That, that's your go-to food, though, is it not? You always have a pizza. I, I do. I do like a pizza. I like do like a pizza. <laughs> but I'm climbing the walls, sitting in the house. So it's not the day, but so. Just sort of, but I'm still trading though. I'm out, I'm out running every day, I'm, and I've got like um, my mate dropped off a lot of stuff for his gym. Like he dropped off a barbell, and some sandbags, and some weights and stuff. So I'm doing like my my body weight and groundwork and circuits in the house, and I'm going and running every day. So I'm still doing a bit of training and keeping fit. I suppose but, it's just the punching side of things, isn't it? I've not got I've not got a bag up on that, so I'm I'm choking. I'm getting itchy hands. I'm choking to punch something. So hopefully hopefully get something set up soon and. Uh, we start maybe punching it in the back garden or something, get a bag set up or something. Definitely. Well, let's talk about it then. Uh, you you went out to Vegas when all this uh, when this crisis happened, the coronavirus and whatnot. You went out to Vegas to start your training camp for your fight in May against Kong Song. Obviously, uh, you you flew home early, but just tell me how sort of like your feelings and your thoughts and your frustrations with everything that's gone on. Obviously, it's. It's a worldwide crisis and everyone's in the same boat here, but just your own personal experience of going all the way to Vegas to start your camp with your new trainer, Ben Davidson, then flying home and the fight being called off and whatnot. Just to talk to me about that a little bit. Yeah, well, obviously, obviously, there's not really, there's not really much you can do about it. You know, like you said, everybody's in the same boat. So, obviously, I'm a, I was a wee bit pissed off with my fight getting called off. Um, I'm sure every fighter you've spoke to is the same, mm, yeah, like, whether it be training camp, you know, I was just starting to get going with Ben really well, you know, we're starting to jail together and then obviously flew out to Vegas and then we were sort of in two minds or like for the first, for, for like four days because we didn't know what was going to happen, if the fights were going ahead or if we are going to be able to get home because then Vegas went into lockdown as well before us, about a couple of weeks before us, the US went into lockdown. So we were in lockdown over there and um, we were just like, we were sort of, Wondering in two minds what was going to happen, so it just it was it wasn't very good. It wasn't ideal, but you know, at the same time, you can't be too pissed off about it because there's nothing you can do about it. So we just need to sort of sit tight and roll with the punches, mate, and see. Hopefully, hopefully it doesn't last too much longer and can get back to normality. Yeah. 
It must be a frustrating time for you because your last fight was out in October uh, against Regis, uh, and then it was obviously you were due to fight in May with your new management team, your new training team. So like everything was fresh and new for you. So yeah, and it looks like it's going to get pushed back to maybe even July, August, September time now. So that would uh, always be a year you're out the ring. Uh, well, I seen on the news today they were talking about this might last to like July, August, or maybe even like October time. I said I seen on the, on the news today. Oh. Manny, get away, get down. <laughs> Doug's trying to jump up. Um, I seen like maybe maybe end up to like October time. So that that would just be no good at all, you know. Um, and it's not even as if I can sort of be ticking over in the gym with Ben either because we're supposed to be on lockdown and mm. and uh, you know and. And sort of not been making any contact, social distances and all that. So it's not as if like I'm getting more time to click and you know and jail with Ben because I'm I'm no. Do you know what I mean? We're not mm. we're not like in the gyms or anything like that. So it's a it's a bit of a nightmare to be honest. But it's a, it's not much you can do, Andy. So it's just got to sit tight. Exactly, mate. Exactly. Well, let's talk about. I want to talk about Ben a little bit because I've seen some of your Instagram posts with you him on the pads and there's been some videos on, on social media of you and him. You've been with Ben for like maybe a few weeks now. You've done little training sessions here and there. I mean, how 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 much have you clicked with Ben? And have you learned anything new? Because Ben's obviously a young coach. He's had Tyson Fury and Billy Joe Saunders uh, and obviously now yourself and stuff like that. But how much have... Just talk to me a little bit about Ben and how much you've clicked with him so far. And have you learned anything new, I suppose, as well? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah I'm learning new things all the time, you know. Um, I, 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 it's... Like it's, it's funny because obviously the, before I was with Shane and stuff like that, and we, we knew my strong points, my weak points, and we knew how we each other like sort of ticked, you know, how mm-hmm. we worked. We just rolled it off, you know. And I thought obviously that like I've not got much else to learn. I'm doing everything, I'm doing much like everything perfect, you know. We're doing everything perfect near enough, like. And then uh, obviously I've went with Ben now, and I'm learning new things, you know. I'm learning like oh wow, like. Bits, different ways that we do things, and it's just different techniques. And ah, it's uh, it's brilliant, you know. So it's, I'm I'm sort of getting more leverage on my left hands, and and you know, and, and my jabs a bit longer and stuff. Now I'm doing proper jabs, jabbing now with my left hands, getting more leverage in it and stuff now. So we've we've been working on a few things that we can that I can work on, and we're we're doing well. We're making we're making leaps and bounds, and you know, we're we're starting to gel really well together. Um, so it's just a shame that. You know, I've not been able to put what I've been learning in, in practice. You know, so I'm gonna to have to wait a wee bit longer, and um, I don't think I'm going to see Ben for the foreseeable. To be honest, because I'm going to be up here and we're going to be in lockdown and stuff. All this, so I'm not going to be able to sort of uh, pick up yeah. where, we're, where we're getting left off. We're going to be starting again, really, when we get back to it eventually. So. It's, uh, it's not so good. It's not so good. Well, like, like you say, but everyone's in the same boat, like you say, and stuff like that. But um, yeah, what was going to be the situation? Because obviously, you and Billy Joe would were going to fight on the same night. Obviously, you in Glasgow and Billy over in Vegas. So, what was going to yeah. be the, the, your corner situation in Glasgow with Ben obviously well, being in Vegas? What I was going to do is, you know, you obviously know um, Terry is a yeah. big part, big part of me and a big part of my my camp and. My boxing as well, so he's, he's been Terry McCormack. For people that don't know, he's your yeah. old amateur coach, yeah. Aye, Terry, aye, Terry McCormack. He's um, he's been there since I was like seventeen year old, you know. So, um, and he's been to every single one of my fights, and we've, we've used the gym and fight weeks and stuff like that. We've come up the road, we've used Terry's gym, and 
he was always in, with me at my fights as well. So what I was going to do is, Ben, I was going to finish my training with Ben, bring Terry, bring Terry down, obviously, a few weeks beforehand, obviously, what we were working on, and sparring, finish the gym, finish the camp with, with Terry, and uh, use Terry in the corner, you know, so that's that's what was going to happen, you know, so I, was, I wasn't too bothered about, no getting to use Ben right away, you know, obviously, yeah. it wasn't ideal because it was my new coach, and he's probably be there for my first fight, <laughs> but um, I, I, I wasn't too bothered because I know I can trust Terry, you know, so yeah. I trust Terry with my life, so um, I, I, I was comfortable with uh, using Terry. Well, I want to talk about Terry then, obviously, for people that don't know, Terry McCormack's got the gym at Lock End Boxing Gym in Edinburgh here, like when you walked in at the gym at 16, 17 years old, whatever it was, it was 16, wasn't it? When I you... was 17, I 17, 17, yeah, because people don't know that you, were a t- you used to do taekwondo before you turned into a boxer, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, black belt. It, what, a black belt? Black belt, I see. Black belt. That's what the tattoo is on my ribs. It says Taekwondo. Oh, does it? So you only uh, get another one saying boxing on the other side? Yeah, uh, maybe get a set of boxing gloves, one of the <laughs> boxing gloves there. Eh? Nah, not getting them. Not that, getting them. That's, that's, that's the old, uh, everyone's got, every boxer's got like two boxing gloves dangling off something, haven't they? Yeah, uh, so no, just uh, I'm going to get another tattoo, I think I might get a sleeve or something, but I'll maybe wait till I finish the boxing and get on the weights and get a bit bigger because my arms are too skinny. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, I want to talk about Billy Joe as well. I mean, what's it like having him as a stable mate now? I mean, you're both self-paws, you're both slick fighters, but is he learning stuff of you and are you learning stuff of, stuff of him and sort of things like that? Oh, I think I think we'll both be learning off each other, you know. Like, like I, I, I used to watch a lot of them anyway. I was always a big fan of Billy Joe um, because it's sort of similar kind of styles, southpaw, fast hands, fast feet, and punches a combination. So I used to watch him quite a lot with his timing and, and stuff like that. So, but being there beside him and watching him on the pads and watching him on the bags, how he does things, uh, yeah, it's good, obviously, learning wee bits and bobs. And um, I think I think he would pro- probably learn the wee bits and bobs off of me as well, maybe some things that I do. Um, I'm not sure, you'd need to ask him about that, but mm-hmm. um, I definitely learn, definitely learning off him. And uh, it's good to have a world champ that's sort of at the top of the game there as well in the gym to keep uh, me pushing on and, and uh, you know, sort of sort of competitiveness alongside each other when we're training, you know, so like when uh, when we're doing our runs and stuff like that, we're, we're quite competitive, like we've no, we've no like said anything to each other, but if, like if I turn the pace up or something, he'll turn the pace up a wee bit more and then I'll turn up and then he'll turn up, yeah. you know, so it's like we're pushing each other, you know, so it's good that I've got another champion in the gym um, to keep, to keep me, me pushing on and, and like, push each other in, in training you know so it's, it's brilliant to be honest Aye, it's really good Josh I know that you're, you're a madman right I know you do, <laughs> but Billy Joe's a different gravy I mean what kind of like I read in the paper that he done a prank when you were on your way home from Vegas he phoned the airline or something like that and said somebody had uh, obviously what, the virus and stuff like that, and you all got kicked off the, the plane <laughs> We got kicked off the plane. And First, stuff of, like were you, that, did you find? Are you finding it funny now? But you didn't find it. Were you finding it funny at no, the time? I was, I was. I was finding it funny the whole time. I thought. So just, just explain what happened. Just explain exactly what happened. Like, oh, so. I think I think um, I think it was actually a wee bit concerned about uh, one of the lads um, had a had coughing that, and he told Billy Joe about it, and then obviously Billy Joe's phoned up, you know, saying he's he's uh, got symptoms. Don't let him, don't let him fly. So. They like 
they um, they obviously never let them fly, but they also chucked me and Ben off because we were travelling with them. So they chucked us off as well because obviously if you're travelling with somebody, might have it then we might have it. So they, they had to chuck us off the plane as well. So we had to catch the next flight um, once we got tested and all that sort of stuff. So we caught the next flight like 10 hours later, um, <laughs> which is a bit of a nightmare. Uh, but, you know, it, was, it is what it is. We got home eventually anyway when... It's not as if we had anything to get back to and do anyway, so yeah. um, we, got home, we got home anyway. <laughs> but no, he is, he is funny, you know, he's a, he's a good laugh. And, uh, you know, he's a, he, he, made that, he made that video the other day as well in the punch bag, which is a joke, but yeah. he's got a bit of a hard time for that as well. But it's just, a, it's just him obviously bored and having a good laugh and having... Having a bit of a joke, so he has a good laugh. Like he has a very good laugh, and we get a good, we get a good track uh, together. Good stuff. <clears throat> Again, got Kong song and stuff like that. There's always talk about when I was out in Vegas for Fury and Wilder. There was a lot of talk, sort of in the top rank area, that you and Ramirez for the the undisputed fight, and if you move up to welterweight, then it was a chance you find Tense Crawford. I mean, how excited are you? To finally get back in the gym, get rid of not get rid of this mandatory, but face Kong Song, sort of get him out of the way, and then it just seems like there's nothing but big fights ahead of you. And I'm talking an undisputed fight. I mean, who was the last undisputed fighter in Scotland? It was Ken Buchanan. Ken Buchanan, aye. Yeah, you know what I mean? So. And then if you if you when you win that, if you win that, when you win that, all the you've got all the belts, you'll vacate them. More than likely, you're going to move up to one four seven, and then there's going to be Tense Crawford there. Uh, just talk to me a little bit about that. I mean, that sounds crazy from the times when I saw you in the gym in the amateur days to think that now you're probably two, three fights away from becoming a two-weight world champion, undisputed world champion. It just sounds crazy to think. I know, it's crazy. I like, always believed I would become world champion and wanted to become world champion, but like becoming like being in, within touching distance and becoming undisputed world champion and a two-weight world champion and, and, and being unified world champion. I never thought that would have sort of been possible. Mm. I always thought, right, become world champion and that's it. You, you, you become world champion, defend the title and, and all that. Is for, like, sort of like defend it for as long as I can and that sort of stuff. But being unified and then now possibly there's a potential of me becoming like, you know, unified, undisputed world champion. I think it would be the first Undisputed champion since since British came, uh, the British fighter, and I think the last one was Ken Buchanan. Mm. So so, uh, and we're both from the same town as well. And Edinburgh, it's yeah. just uh, it's, it's mental. So, aye, and then obviously the goals would be obviously to uh, we need to see how it co- goes though, Andy. Do you know, we need to see what comes my way if, if I win the belts and and you know hopefully all goes well and I do win the belts. But we just need to see what will come my way um, in terms of like. What fights? Um, what's out there? Um, I might do a couple of you know uh, defenses or whatever, or I might uh, move up and go for one four seven and chase the belts at one four seven. But even even non-title fights at one four seven, Andy, they're all massive fights. Exactly, yeah. Because uh, all the names are up there, and it's just the uh, like non-title fights up at one four seven is even they're all massive fights up at that division. So, um, aye, it's exciting times ahead. Like, and uh, I just want to get this Corona shit out of the way and. I want to get back to the gym and, you know, get back to normality, you know, I'm scratching my, pulling my hair out, looking at four walls all, all the time, you know, it's, uh, it's shite, so we just want to get back to normality now. I know, but you're the type of guy that rides motorbikes and does crazy stuff like that, so for the fact that you're stuck in a house, man, it must feel like 
you are pulling your hair out, man. You'll be like, you'll be know, as bold I as know, me soon, mate. I was on the phone to the insurance the other day. I was going to insure my bike and get out in it. Then do a couple of do a couple of runs on my bike because that's self isolating, isn't it? You just yourself, you know. But just, you know, just yourself on a bike, aye. Aye, but um, nah, I, I, obviously. Obviously, you better know Josh because you can crash it and then that's the end of your boxing or whatever. So mm. I put that in the back burner and now I'll have a rethink. Second, think about it and put the phone down. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. So, uh, um, I, it's just, uh, I just want to get back to normal now. I'm pulling the hair out. And, I guess everybody's the same. The other same, just going back to 147, when people say, obviously, the heavyweight division is the money division. But if you take away the heavyweight division, the next division, where all the money is, is probably the welterweight division. Like you said, all the names are there. I mean, the fights, when you go up to 147, that's life-changing money for you, for you there, isn't it? No, I, I mean, like, like I just said, like even even non-title fights, you've got names like, you know, you've got names like, uh, you've got Thurman, you've got Sean Porter, you've got, uh, got who well, else? Andy, well, you've got your sport. idol, man, I mean, Pacquiao, I mean, that's the guy that you... Manny Pacquiao, you've got loads of fights up there that are just, just massive, massive fights, you know, so um, hopefully it all goes well. Well, I was going to say this year, um, but I'm, I'm not getting. I don't. I don't even think there's a possibility I might not even fight this year. But hopefully, when we get back to normality, all goes well. I'll become the speed world champion and move up to 147 and uh, and get some massive fights of, uh, up there and uh, hopefully have a good career. After this uh, Kong Song fight in Glasgow, do you think we'll ever see you in Scotland again? I mean, all these big names, all uh, they're all in America, mate. So, do you think the majority of your career after? Kong Song will be fought out in the States? Well, no, I don't know because I've been told by my management and also top rank as well, like, even if I, if I do get the uh, Ramirez fight, if he if he comes through Postal, it might be Postal again, you know, mm. so, but if that fight comes off, there's, um, I've been told that there might be a possibility it could happen in the UK as well, so it's no, it's no off the cards, you know, so some of these big fights, um, could happen in Scotland, and I, w- I would want some of them to happen in Scotland as well because I want to get that. I want to get that uh, either the the Easter Road fight or the mm-hmm. Ten Castle fight, or I want to go up to the castle. You know, I want I want to get that castle fight, and I want to give uh, I want to give the, the Scottish fans big fights. You know, so I, w- I would want some of the fights to be in Scotland, like definitely. Well, I'm I'm going to be selfish and say that as well. To be honest. Like I, I, I would love a big unified or uh, undisputed fight or a big huge welterweight name. Like even an Adrian Broner, man. Imagine getting Adrian Broner over here for your first fight at one four seven. I mean, he's... I know it'd be class. I know, you know, just say. Uh, and obviously, that's what I want as well. Obviously, I want to go to America and I would see my name in bright lights at MGM or Madison Square Garden. You know, obviously, obviously, I want to do that as well. Every fighter dreams of that, but I also want to have big fights here in Scotland as well. Definitely, definitely. I want to get that castle fight, man, and then the Esplanade in the middle of the summer. Know, just before the tattoo or just after the tattoo military tattoo would be, be class see the thing is the logi- logistically that can happen because they do it with the tattoo every year on the Esplanade do you know what I mean so it's kind of like if you just jump in because they put the they put the the stands up in June and the, the tattoo's not until like the, the like the 31st of July beginning of August yeah do you know so what I mean so need that to, need to happen either just before it or sorry after it you know mm. so just after it you know it would be the perfect time the perfect time to do it as well because that's when we're most likely to get decent weather. <laughs> no in Scotland, like, mate. It'll rain. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, like, that's what I'm saying. Most likely to get decent yeah, weather. Yeah, yeah, like, that's true. Very small, short window. Uh, we'll ever get good weather, so that'd be the perfect time to do it. 
You know, that, that's definitely a dream, and that, not just for you, for, I think for Scottish boxing fans, especially Edinburgh boxing fans as well, going up to the castle to watch a boxing fight, man, that'd be absolutely amazing. Well, Josh, I've had you for 20 minutes, mate. Um, I probably killed some of this, uh, your boredom, I hope. Uh, so, have you just got one final thing to say, like your fans and people going through this crisis at the moment and stuff like that? I just, uh, obviously, stay safe, keep your, keep your social distances, but also, I think, it's, I think it's important to get out for a wee bit as well. Go on a walk, clear the head, walk your dog, do a bit of exercise. Because if you, I think if you do just stay inside all the time, you will definitely uh, break down mentally eventually. But mm-hmm. you've definitely got to get out a little bit. You know, even if it's by yourself, you know, or your partner or whoever, um, just get out for an hour or so for a bit of exercise, a bit of fresh air, and get back in and. And uh, just stay safe and stick to the guidelines, and we'll get through it. We'll get there eventually. And uh, as always, thank you for the support, and hopefully we get back on the road soon. Definitely, I echo that as well, Josh. Right, my man. Like I said, I've had you for twenty minutes, and uh, appreciate your time as always, mate. Um, it's the first time I've done a phone interview with you. It's kind of weird, like, but it's it's all good. It needs must and all that. But like I said, thanks very much, Josh. I appreciate that, and uh, go and do some exercise, mate. Stay fit. <laughs> Cheers, my man. Cheers, Josh, your boy. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.